0: Welcome to Hack the Net, where every week we take a deep dive into the darkest recesses of the internet and try to find anything interesting or even comprehensible. I'm, I'm Matt Herod. Jeff
1: Kowalski, aka the Hacker God.
2: I'm Louisa Herod, Cyber I,
1: I really it. thought you were going to say the Hacker Goth for a
0: second there, <laughs> Jeff. Uh, that's that's
2: yeah.
1: too <laughs> redundant. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Really? I
0: feel like those two cultures, while they are clearly bedfellows, don't overlap a whole lot.
2: There's that NCIS woman who's. Uh, yeah, she's oh, a hacker oh. goth.
1: And all of those goths <laughs> yeah. from that gif where they're dancing in that uh, drainage ditch. Are um, they hackers? No, but anyway? they look like. Just they look raving? like computer hackers of some kind.
2: <clears throat> yeah. But the Matrix is all hacker goths, right? Yeah. Ooh, well, can Keanu
1: Reeves ever really be goth? Uh, yeah, you put him in sunglasses and a trench coat? Absolutely.
2: <laughs> that as long as he straight... doesn't talk. As long yeah. as he doesn't have his uh, his cheerful uh, demeanor show through. That's true. He's, yes.
1: he's actually, he's gone pretty goth in his old age. I think
2: no.
1: John, um, John Wick yeah. seems like a recovering yeah. goth to me.
2: Remember how uh, hilarious he was trying to play the bad guy and Much do About Nothing? Because he keeps he, scowling all the time. Because you don't buy it. He's a surfer boy. Yeah. Um, but John Wick,
0: like, you know that goths and assassins are different. Yeah, kind of but he stuff. wasn't an
1: assassin when he was in high school. I mean, I assume. Well, you don't see him in- Well, I haven't seen the second one. Is,
0: you, is there a flashback <laughs> sequence where you see him hanging out with Screech? <laughs> yeah, hey, Hold on. he went now to that high school. Now,
2: assassin... Goth assassin has to be one of your favorite genres, Matt, because doesn't Jet Li often play a goth assassin? <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> um... I don't think he ever has. Can you cite an example? Romeo Must no, Die. I've never seen any of his movies. Romeo Must Die, he's not mm. goth. He's very angry, but, like...
2: Is he playing Romeo? Is this a Romeo and Juliet remake?
0: Um, it's sort of a Romeo and Juliet mm-hmm. remake, where uh he's in love with Aaliyah, and he they
1: x-ray people's bones when Clean they break, the which is fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Keanu Reeves um, goth I'm googling it
2: he hold on he, he, but he plays the Romeo character um, he does play the Romeo character. Just say yes.
0: Yes, fine, yes.
2: So, yes, he is goth then, because Romeo is extremely well, goth, all about love and dying. Th-
0: the thing I was going to say immediately after that was, whereas Romeo in the play is goth because of his gloominess about it, yeah. uh, Romeo in Romeo Must Die, when he feels sad about the fact that his girlfriend can't be with him, instead of just glooming about it, punches everyone very hard. <laughs> that's so the- that's, that's not a of very goth-, goth, goth to, to me.
1: That.
2: <laughs> the assassin part I of it, think, though.
0: Can we define goth? Then, because I don't think <laughs> wearing we, a black. We thing. cannot, actually. <laughs> oh, it's impossible okay. to define. Yeah. It's <laughs> being goth just means having black hair. So every Chinese movie is a goth yeah. movie.
2: <laughs> mm, prove me wrong. I've seen Raise the Red Lantern. It was depressing as shit. <laughs>
0: Uh, actually, uh, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon is one of the most goth movies I've ever seen, now that I think about it. Yeah,
1: I think every movie that came out between 1994 and 2002 is a little bit goth. Uh, yeah, take that, The Lion King. <laughs> yeah, but like, a little no, bit.
2: Actually, Scar is yeah. goth. Scar
1: is extremely Scar is very goth. Very goth.
0: <laughs> yes.
2: <Yeah.
1: laughs> oh, you're uh, not wrong. You tried to gotcha me and was an You with your gotcha journalism. Uh,
0: the problem is that you said your thing and then my brain began like racing <laughs> to figure out a cartoon movie from that time period. And I said it, but then it was a goth movie, so I guess I was wrong all along.
2: Yep. There's no movie without a goth assassin character, I think is what we Yeah, mean.
1: that's what Louisa wants mm, us well, to be talking
2: about. <laughs> Because
0: you define goth as anyone who has any emotion and assassin Mm -hmm. as anyone who thinks violence might solve their problems, yes. Yes,
2: Yes, I do, and yes. Accurate.
0: Oh, man, if you define words as meaning nothing, then they mean everything.
2: <laughs> yeah, who said that? Plato, probably. Yeah, probably. <laughs> he was into that sort of total stoner shit. <laughs> yeah. He said you a know, lot of stoner shit, be fair. If you think about it, Plato
0: was really the first stoner. Oh, sorry to blow your mind, stoners.
2: Yeah, see the one I got hit with the rock? No, that's Aeschylus, isn't it?
0: Damn it. Oh, you're talking about this stoner stoning joke.
2: No, I wasn't, but then, as you said that, I was like, <laughs> oh, I totally will now, but it's no good.
1: Yeah, nope, didn't work out for you. Oh, well. Oh well. So,
0: of the- Jeff, what got you through this week?
1: Wii- uh, I'm gonna let one of you choose the thing that we all did together, and instead I'm gonna talk about how I hacked the Nintendo Wii in the living room to put a bunch of games on it. Um, because the Ooh. Nintendo Wii is a dead console, I have no ethical qualms about uh, hacking it and getting old Wii games that are no longer available for sale to uh, play on it. the eternal, as- uh, eternal Darkness on there, like? uh, uh, no, I didn't. I, it's harder to find GameCube games, weirdly. Um, uh,
0: but that's the best. That's the only game worth playing on GameCube <laughs> slash Wii. I'll probably
1: get it uh, at some point. But
2: as much as people can love corporations, I think I love Nintendo. But I have no compulsion to compunction against uh, hacking their stuff, even if it's current. Because who cares? They're a big company. The
0: reason that I don't hack my consoles, current gen consoles, is more because I I often if I ever have a problem with something, I look up solutions on the internet and I really like that feeling in your the pit of your stomach when you look up a solution and they're like, Oh, the reason your thing is broken is because you hacked it, you fucking idiot and now it's broken yeah. forever. Yeah. <laughs> I that <laughs> happened to me one time and I was like I never I'm <laughs> never ever doing this ever again. Yes.
2: Yeah, yes, agreed.
1: Yeah, I I hacked my three D S and my Wii. Uh, I haven't hacked my Wii U just because I haven't gotten around to it and I could have hacked my Switch but they can bang you from online for that and I don't want that to happen
2: the switch is still good. Yeah. Leave that switch
1: alone. Yeah, yeah. There's
0: there's still so much intended experience on Switch to to get to before you have to
1: break out of the yeah the yeah. Matrix, yeah. Take that red. I'm not red interested. Oh,
2: when's my Animal Crossing? Somebody who watched that thing
1: and uh, they did not announce What's Animal the- Crossing on the direct. Oh, God damn it. Or they did not give any updates. I should say. Mm-mm. Um I did not um like I didn't I didn't hack the things so that I could play the games from the systems. I hacked the things mostly like to get emulators to play other games. Um but this time I was like, well, we online service shut down, none of these virtual console games are available for sale, and the full set of them is only like six and a half gigabytes, so I'm just gonna download the full set and install as many of them as I want to. <laughs> Um and so now I have a bunch I didn't realize how few N sixty four games came out on the Wii virtual console. Um Yeah, it's because they looked bad. That's the thing. About (laughs) N64 games?
0: Yeah, it's a shame because there were some very good games, but the there was a the time period in the late nineties, early two thousands when everyone was like, Oh, We'll make these people out of polygons, and they'll look. Yeah. They'll look fine. No, they didn't. They looked like weird, like let-down yeah. people.
2: Yeah, I feel like people specifically Jeff's age have a lot more nostalgia about it than anyone older or younger who's kind of like, mm, this isn't great.
1: the The one that I specifically yeah. wanted to uh, find that I couldn't, that I expected to be able to, was Harvest Moon sixty four. Uh, I also looked mm. for the Banjo Kazooie games. I didn't think that they would be available because they were made by Rare, uh, who. I also, they're both available on Xbox Yeah, exactly. Now. That's why I figured they would not have ever been available on Nintendo systems for mm-hmm. download. There used to... Yep. Or I should say there is a technique on the 3DS where you can uh, inject a different game into a virtual console file. Like, you'll just put a different ROM in there and it'll play. And that way you can use, like, the Game Boy emulator, or Game Boy Advance emulator, to play any game instead of just the ones that they sell on the 3DS shop. You can
0: <laughs> But you have to make sure you get a clean
1: needle. Yeah, right exactly.
0: 3DS will get some kind of community. Well,
1: purposes. GameStop does a, a needle exchange for virtual console injections, so, yeah, oh. it's it's a, it's a <laughs> yeah, community service thing. That this they... isn't even really a joke, <laughs> it's just sad. <laughs> oh, what a bummer. Anyway, uh, you can't do this for the N64 games, because they had to customize the emulators so much that they just don't really work if you put a different game in there, mm. so, oh well.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, the only N64 games worth playing, I think we can all agree, and we'll all say them at the same time, are... Mar- Madden 64.
1: 99, yep. NHL Quest 2000, 64.
2: Quest 64, I do remember that one. That's the little uh, non-copyrighted... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like he's, he's nobody? <laughs> yeah, right?
1: correct. He's I hero he's protagonist. He's...
2: Yep. Uh,
0: yeah. Louisa, but that you game didn't... was so bad and i was so thirsty for an <laughs> rpg on the 64 that i played the whole thing and it's so
1: it's terrible. unbelievable to me that the n64 has one rpg that's crazy. Yeah, well, There's not even a fire emblem on there.
2: <laughs> That's the only game I really remember because for the time, it was remarkable to like go around the corner of a cliff and be like, I can like see it as if it's three-dimensional as if I'm there. <laughs> like
1: why not jump. just like they could have just done Harvestman 64 style, where it's just really advanced 2D graphics and made an a RPG that way. Oh, you know what? Paper Mario. Also, I forgot about Paper Mario.
0: Yes. Uh, We've had this conversation before, but it's funny how... Harvest Moon 64 to you, Jeff, and a lot of people around the same age as you that I've po- spoken to is, like, the gold standard of the Harvest Moon games, but to me, who played the original on SNES when it first came out, Harvest Moon 64 is a trash fire that I can't Yeah, it's stand. a betrayal <laughs> to yeah, you. Same. Um. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even that it's a betrayal, it's just, like, it's just so difficult to understand what's happening and what you're looking at and how to get around the world. Yeah,
1: the, the two playable Harvest Moon games, like, give or take Taste, are Harvest Moon and the second one, Harvest Moon 64. And then all of the ones after that are just bad? Mm, you forget about Stardew Valley, the, the greatest now the greatest uh, Yes, part. Stardew Valley is very good, but it is not a part of the Harvest Moon franchise, or the Story of Seasons franchise, which I I think the actual real Harvest Moon series.
2: Whenever anyone mentions see- that, I get it confused oh. with the Legend of Zelda one about the seasons. Oh, I always yes, think of that Oracle first. Oracle of
0: Seasons. Yes. Um. Did you see? In, speaking of the Nintendo Direct, did you see that they're re-releasing
1: Rune Factory yeah. Four
0: for the Switch? Like, okay, <laughs> that's a very that's a weird ass when choice. Also dude. announced
1: Rune Factory Five for the Switch. <laughs> um, in my Okay, there's a space in my mind that's occupied by certain series of games that I have not played and probably will never play that I don't understand, and Rune Factory and Etrian Odyssey are both in there, and to me they're the same game, even though I know for a fact they're not, because I played like an hour of Etrian Odyssey once and I was like, oh, that's what this is.
0: I don't, I don't know that I've ever even put any thought into Etrian Odyssey. I played all of Rune Factory 4. It's a fine game, but we don't need it again. We certainly don't need any more of it. They're also porting...
2: I feel like I'm all the way back at thinking it's still just a dumb name. Like, I know it's fully established, but Rune Factory, that's a fucking garbage name yeah. for your video game.
0: Yeah, especially since, as far as I know, there are no factories in the game.
1: They're also re-releasing <laughs> Assassin's Creed 3 for the Switch. Like, the one that got... Kind of middling reviews. Was that the the American yeah. uh, Revolution? It's the one, one. where uh, George Washington is there, and you kill him. I don't. I don't think <laughs> I you do. You There's can. a DLC where he uh, becomes king, and you have to kill him. I think. I think oh, it's called pretty, the.
2: That's kind of. Um... Like uh, no great love for the founding fathers, no unnecessary deification of them. But um, he specifically didn't become yeah. king. Like that's maybe his greatest uh, moral yeah, that's achievement. A, that's why it's
0: an alternate yeah. universe, though. But it's like that's what if he wasn't? Here's the guy.
2: Like if you managed to do one moral thing that was very difficult but very important in your life, and then they just made a game about you two hundred years later. What if you were an asshole instead? <laughs> yeah, that's up. showing like look how
0: much, look how good he did because how bad it would have been if he'd done the other thing. I think that's, yeah. that's
1: okay. Uh, it's not like proposing that this is a thing that happens in another universe just to skip sideways from ours. Uh, all the Assassin's Creed history scenarios are designed by an evil organization in the future.
2: Are they <laughs> called <got> assassins?
1: <laughs> they are assassins? No, hold on. They're the Templars. The Assassins are the good guys. Yeah, which is also very stupid they- by the way. <laughs>
0: I'm playing, I just started playing Assassin's Creed Odyssey because I was like, oh, Greek mythology and Greek, like, military history. I'm into these things. Um, And I keep on doing things where I'm like, there's got to be a better solution to this problem than killing someone. Oh, wait, what's the title of this game again? And I'm Uh, a good guy.
2: And all I do every time is kill everyone. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You're going to take some uh, uh, crates of uh, olive oil and some uh, proclamations (laughs) to this other city-state. Yeah,
1: you're being immersed by an evil organization in this scenario to see if you can uh, work out a better tax rate for the (laughs) nobles of Greece.
0: Yeah, I'd be, I'd play that game. Actually, that's just like uh, Age of Empires <laughs> yeah.
1: or whatever.
2: Yeah, probably. <laughs> uh, it would be good to become like a one of those showy diplomats, like how uh, there are stories about Cleopatra doing things that enabled her to keep the rule of Egypt uh, against uh, the Roman Empire by like being super glamorous and like impressing people. Mm-hmm. That would be yeah. awesome.
0: Building Pizza Huts.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's right. Wait, I
0: think hold I'm on. Understand that she's <laughs> like, <laughs>
2: not
1: building Little Caesars.
2: <laughs> do you not
0: know Hold <laughs> on Do you not Do you not know that common um, Phrase about the oh, man. About the like Weirdness of how we remember history With Cleopatra Do you know what I'm about No
2: Louisa, uh, All know? I can think of that is a little secret <laughs>
0: Um, I mean, it was a good joke, but no, there's, there's like one of the things that people often say is that Cleopatra lived closer to the building of the first pizza hut than she did to the building of the Mm. pyramids.
2: I've heard it to the moon landing, but yes.
1: Those were probably Uh, around the same time,
2: huh? Mm. Yeah, yeah, probably. Moon landing sounds better to me. They
1: made pizza out of yep. moon rocks. Oh, that's and remember, Cleopatra was famous for saying, let them eat pizza when her people were starving. It's true.
0: Yeah. Um, Louisa, I agree that moon landing is more impressive, but I feel like because it seems like a similarly grand historical thing, mm-hmm. it's a lot easier for me to gloss it over in my mind as like, yeah, history, whatever. But like, <laughs> yeah. Pizza Hut is still an
1: <laughs> extant concern
0: that I enjoy eating at.
2: Yes. So don't enjoy going to the moon, that is fair I wouldn't, it's well, so cold. I would love
1: to yeah, go to the moon, it. that sounds great I would
2: hate it <laughs> Whenever people are like, would you rather go out into <laughs> space and be an explorer there Or go deep under the sea and be an explorer there I'm like, well, that's neither, the, <laughs> absolutely neither I would hate to be It's the worst the
1: game of would you rather correct. I've ever heard <laughs>
2: But the
0: right choice is space, because at least when you come back to Earth, you don't have to go through months of painful decompression. Wait, don't you, though?
2: Muscles are all atrophied, and you have to learn how to walk again and stuff. Well, how long... I mean, how long are you in space
0: for? If you're only in space for, like, six months or something...
1: Recompression, I guess?
2: (laughs) No, because no. the the astronauts who've lived on the space station even for six months have to like work out for a lot every day to make sure they're work muscles
1: out don't for go. a lot.
2: Totally right. Yeah, that's yes. right. That's on their yes, checklist. But work out. Work a lot out for today. a
0: lot. <laughs> yep. Yes, but if you go deep into the ocean, no matter how much work you do to keep your body in trim, you still in cannot trim. resurface without going through decompression
1: <laughs> for a long time.
2: You come up fucking rich, but you're also dead.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, literally ripped because your body rips apart from the pressure.
2: All <laughs> <laughs> oh, your muscles burst. Jesus. Jesus. Oh, god. That's what that's what
0: this is—the gritty reboot origin story for Slim Goodbody. <laughs> That's what happens
1: to the blobfish. That's why it looks like a blob. It doesn't look like that underwater. Yeah. It looks normal underwater.
2: Yeah, I've heard that. And also, no, it looks evil yeah. underwater. All underwater
1: creatures. Look Everything evil. evil looks evil. Yeah, the Meg lives down there. He's the most evil creature of all. Uh, Louisa, what got you through this week? Um.
2: Let's say I'll talk. I'll talk about the thing that we did. Well, yesterday, all of us and some other friends, our D and D group and associate associates friends, uh, went to play a creepy escape room. They're that not my
1: friends. I just work with them
2: <laughs> and live with them.
1: Some of them. Uh, I do live with more of them than I work with. That's true.
2: Yeah. Yes. We need to make one of those logic puzzle grids. <laughs> if Jeff lives oh, yeah, with that, more, that would
1: be fun. Works <laughs> and I.
2: But he does her. And someone. I can't
1: sit next to Matt because we don't get along. <laughs> yeah, yes, and right. I will eat Leah if she is <laughs> in the same boat
0: as
1: I am. And I can't do surgery on Chris because he's my son. <laughs>
0: yes. <laughs> uh, and Louisa can't drive on a parkway or park on a driveway.
2: Yeah, this is all very uh, true. I've got four legs in the mouth. Holly body.
1: can only tell her lies. Her <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, did we touch on did we yeah. get to every logic
2: riddle? Is that all of them?
0: Um <laughs> okay,
2: it
1: Anyway. <laughs> yeah.
2: I can't think very well today. But we did a creepy <laughs> escape room, and we thought so fucking good yesterday, because we had an hour to do our room, and we did it in 40 minutes. Yeah. right.
0: We, we really blew the hell out of that what? room, metaphorically. <laughs> oh.
2: Yeah, it was very good.
0: Yes, we did a great job. Um, We should say, because we are talking in high praise of this, if you guys want to go, it's called 13th Hour. It's an escape room in
1: North Jersey. and The one right. we did was called The um, Great Room, and I agree, it was pretty great.
2: Yeah. What was the theme of that? Was it supposed to be just like a like a farmhouse, or was it supposed to be western? Uh, I couldn't we quite tell.
1: we the story of it, which they for some reason did not tell us before putting us in, which was a little annoying. Um, but if you read on the website, it's the the cannibals, uh, these crazy hillbilly cannibals, kidnapped us and threw us into the oh. great room, the great room of their house before coming back to eat us in one hour. Oh,
2: okay, like a huh. hills have eyes yeah, I? Yeah, I guess so. Oh.
0: So,
1: wait, okay,
0: then I'm confused because the ending of it was us... Mm-hmm. No, no spoilers here. But the ending of it was us opening a small box with a piece of paper in it. How did that
1: save our lives? I have in. The I have fiction? no idea. That was the only problem I had with the room. Is the gameplay does not really convey any story. Uh, it's just a bunch of like spooky themed kind of disconnected mm-hmm. puzzles, which is fine because that's still fun to do. Um, but you yeah. end up leaving, entering, and leaving with a sense of was there a narrative there? or what happened?
2: Yeah, there are some uh, characters introduced to you. You see some names on doors, supposedly to their rooms, and um, you're not sure what they have to do with anything. That kept being in the back of my mind, and then it's a bit unclear even at the end. I
1: yeah. think those names were a red herring, so mm-hmm. you would try all the names on the four-letter lock.
0: I think well, that's we did
1: true. try true. That. No, we didn't, no. because <laughs> it was so obvious that none of them would open the lock because there were four of them. And
2: all right, we said no spoilers, um, so Anyway, can't get so granular right. that. But it was very good. There are a lot of really cool Puzzles And things that, uh, like, Matt figured out something that was intuitive, but you didn't think, or I didn't think, that they would be able to incorporate that into a puzzle game. But they did, and it was very exciting. I'm talking about when you went oh, into the little hallway. The can- yep, yeah, got that it.
1: was, I think my favorite puzzle was that one, because it required actual teamwork and doing something that doesn't seem like it should work.
0: Yep. Uh, actually, quite a few of the puzzles required teamwork in a way that I really appreciated, where it was, like, two people in different rooms, like... Communicating what was happening to each other, and uh, that was that was very cool. I I, one of the things that I've had I've struggled with in escape rooms in the past is that a lot of the puzzles are just like, well, one person can solve this, and in Mm -hmm. fact, a second person would only hinder them from solving this. So, but everyone wants to try
2: because of course everyone wants to participate. So then you're like hindering yourself even more.
1: Yeah. The bottleneck in the one I worked at was uh, a puzzle where you have to like translate runes into words and then translate those words into numbers and really the book that you're using to translate the words into numbers is small enough that only one maybe two people could conceivably do it Um, so that ends up being a weird bottleneck for larger groups if like ten people are in the room and they've already found all the stuff because they were really good at exploring earlier, getting to that puzzle it's like some of the kids are just doing Fortnite dances in the background some people are sitting on the couch
0: man that's a weird thing the idea of doing a fortnight dance uh not for someone else <laughs> like like that's a victory dance but no one is looking at you kid no one gives a shit yeah but everything anyway.
1: kids do is to uh get someone to look at them yeah that's, no, that's true oh god kids are the worst I hate them <laughs>
0: There's a certain age of kid where everything they do is so performative, but they
1: aren't yet aware of how obvious that is to yeah, everyone age else. 5 to yeah.
2: 23. <laughs> I was going to say, I meant to be going on
1: <laughs> <laughs> Uh Yeah, I, I had to, it, it took me a while, but I eventually got to a place where I'm like, yeah, it's fine if people are just doing something for attention, that's all of us.
0: Yeah, yeah, I suppose I still feel angry and don't want to give them that attention when I um, when I can tell. Oh, them
2: I really. Yeah, I need some elegance. I need like a little self-deprecating, oh, I made this and I'd like if you looked at it rather than like, oh, uh so it just so happens that I made this and uh like don't don't try to trick me. I know what you're doing. <laughs>
1: yep, it's true. <laughs> uh, anyway, is that all we have to say about that escape room?
2: <laughs> I don't want to get into the details because I don't want to spoil it for anyone else. I know we have listeners sort of in that area who might actually want to go do it.
0: I will say, if you are out there and you are inclined to do start an escape room or something, uh, a horror-themed escape room is a very excellent idea that I have not seen before and everyone should do. Yeah,
1: it's, it, it is like, it's one of... I think the standard themes, but they don't seem to crop up as frequently, just because, like, then people who don't like horror things or kids are less likely to want to go do it. Um,
2: Yeah, I think there's something good in the vein of, like, Jeff's one, I would kind of say, is maybe sort of like a Sherlock Holmes study kind of escape room, which would be another genre. And I think that's a lot of fun, too. I think that's what most of them are, though. Uh, A
1: lot of them are you are in some kind of steampunk room with a bunch of steampunk machines. Mm -hmm. That's a very common yes. theme. The is that not what yours? No, was there right? was not really very mm-hmm. many steampunk elements to it. I would say
2: there were a lot of steamer trunks. That
1: <laughs> Does it? Be. Okay, there were two <laughs> yes. steamer trunks, but okay, all f- all steam, no uh, punk. Yeah, it was yes, ste- it was punkless steam, which <laughs> I think just means <laughs> it's old.
2: Yes. Yeah, that's pretty true. Is anyone doing future ones where you have to like do stuff with uh, where like...
1: you have to predict the winners of the next year's?
2: Yep. The <laughs> <competitions>. <laughs> yeah,
1: it takes yeah. a while to find out if you won that escape room. <laughs> 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 I'm still in here, guys. Uh, I uh, there are sci-fi ones for sure, and I think that mm. that is a cool theme.
2: Are they are they all Cthulhu though? Because that's
1: oh, one. that would be awesome. I don't actually know of any ones that deal I, with any sort of Lovecraftian yeah. horror. Hmm. I've done a zombie one,
0: and I've done a Harry Potter one. Harry Potter sci-fi. Yeah, uh huh.
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, That's how They can do magic.
1: <laughs> well, Star Wars took place Actually, a long time ago ag- in a galaxy far, far away, so... Mm-hmm. And there's <laughs> magic, and they all
0: go to a school where they learn magic, and also Robbie Coltrane is there. Yeah.
2: yeah, and some of the students are explicitly evil, and you can tell the whole time, even though the story pretends... Why hasn't Robbie yes.
1: Coltrane been in Star Wars yet? What would he play? A Wookiee?
2: <laughs> without a costume? Uh... He already played a Wookiee in Harry Potter. Yeah, I too.
1: think that it's very funny that so many British actors that, like, we just keep adding franchises for all of them to be in, because it used to be like, yeah nah, they're all in Doctor Who, um, and then we're like, it's, they're all in Doctor Who, a bunch of them are in Star Trek, and Game of Thrones, and Harry Potter, and Lord of the Rings, and Star Wars. <laughs>
0: Mm -hmm. I think it's very funny that we crass Americans consider any,
2: like, space accent has to Uh be British, (laughs) or Mm -hmm. any fantasy accent has to be British. Now, did Star Wars start that? Because before that, wasn't it like, um, Buck Rogers and stuff? For outer Maybe. Space business.
0: Here's a different question that I think is better. Uh huh. I'm shutting your question down, Louise. That's to fair ask because the only other thing question.
2: I could think of was Star Trek, and I was like, uh, inconclusive there, I think. Yes. All right,
0: go on. Here's the real question If they did Game of Thrones but without British accents, because there's no reason they need British accents in that, <laughs> if they did Game of Thrones and everyone had a, like, a Southern American
1: accent, would it be way better? Yes.
2: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Agreed. All right. share. <laughs>
1: Cool. Robert, the first of his name, Lord of the Seven Kingdoms, and Protector of the Realm.
2: You know nothing,
1: Jon Snow. No, I don't
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm you <good>. guys <laughs> started saying those things. I was like, oh, wait, no. King no, of the
1: Andals, no. the Rhoynar, and the First Man.
2: <laughs>
1: yep. I don't know why I'm doing, like, a Buster Scruggs southern accent. I don't know why that's where I went with it. No, that was, I mean... You were right. <laughs> yeah, so, like, that's the one that you would have to do. Oh man, that I now I want to see uh, the Cohen brothers' Game of Thrones. <laughs> uh, anyway, that's uh, do I have to do the, all the transitions today or?
2: No, I'm just thinking, uh, would uh, Game of Thrones Escape Room be good? Yeah,
1: probably. probably. I'm certain. Escape is, from yeah. the yeah. Uh, uh, Tomb of Winterfell. Boom. Done. Yep. Okay, All let's right. do it. I actually would love to design an escape room. I kind of want to learn Unity, yeah. just so that I can like build a virtual one. <laughs> mm. um, but, you know, that's hard, and I'm not good at hard things.
2: <laughs> I've liked those escape room apps for years. I don't know how hard those are to make. Probably a lot harder than I think, but those are a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, I I mean, the whole phenomenon started because of Flash games, but the disadvantage with those Flash games is there's definitely parts where you just have to, like, click on the right spot or click on a single spot repeatedly. I want, like... Uh, fully 3D realized space with physics objects in it and no indication about which ones are useful. You just have to like look at them and figure it out, like in an actual escape room. And then it would be. And then you have though.
0: to type use key on door and it'll say, <laughs> I don't know what key is. And then you say use blue key on door and it says, What is blue? And you say <laughs> use turn blue key in door.
1: <laughs> yeah. I don't, I want to avoid that kind of thing. <laughs> What? No, that's the best part. Oh, right. I forgot, your favorite <laughs> a- aspect of video games is trying to figure out how to interact with them, because you're slightly older than me. Correct.
0: But- yes, I have Stockholm Syndrome for the terrible <laughs> interface of Stockholm
2: <laughs> <laughs> But the problem with uh, the things being too real is, if you have it in a video game and a wall is just white, and you're like, alright, there's nothing here, you can tell there's nothing there. But in a real physical escape room, someone smudged the wall at one point, and the smudge kind of looks like a horse, and then everyone else who comes in, you can see all the finger marks around it, like people are touching it, like, oh yeah, this definitely means something. Well... I do think
0: it's very funny in escape rooms when people see like a thing that is clearly not like functional. It's like yeah. a, a slab of drywall, <laughs> and then you still touch it because you're like, "What if they somehow made it that it does something?"
2: Yeah, or a drawer that is very obviously screwed shut with screws that you can see, but you're still <laughs> yeah. like, mm, "Definitely going to Yeah, have that's gonna open
1: store, later, definitely for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yep i uh, t- i
0: tried to take the tablecloth off the table in that escape room like four times and then realized it <laughs> is stapled
1: down four times. <laughs> That is very Uh, funny, though.
2: (laughs) And we broke the clock in that uh, escape room that Jeff worked at. (laughs) Did you? Well, there were pieces that were coming out because people had broken it previously, and we're like, "Mm, "These pieces are important. Gonna have to see if we can touch this." And we did, and it just the grandfather clock. Not supposed
1: to. Oh yeah, the like vent on the side comes out just because it's broken and old, but it doesn't need (laughs) to.
2: Right, yeah, but everyone else yep. has done it, so you're like, Well, we gotta exactly. do it. So exactly. <laughs> of course.
1: There's no reason <laughs> yep. not to.
2: Yep. So Jeff, what helped Oh you
1: dumb bastard. For sake? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ. I've been waiting for like seventeen minutes.
2: Ugh <laughs> oh, fuck. Didn't Jeff say he wanted us to come back to him? No, I went first. Oh. What are you
1: talking about?
2: Yeah, I know you did. And then he said he went Where us to do come you think here? you
1: are right now? I <laughs> talked about modding the Wii Oh, that's right. You did talk that. About sounds
0: that sounds like the worst
1: euphemism for masturbation. <laughs> yeah, ever. it's like from, it's an old-timey British <laughs> slang. Yes. Hey,
2: Matt, <laughs> what did <do> you do? <laughs>
1: God, <laughs> <I'm> finally.
2: <laughs> Jesus Christ, yes, Louisa. I'm sticking with it. What's Thanks.
1: happening to you? <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's fine. I just need like ten more. You've
1: become unstuck in time. Mm. Anyway, um, I
0: did do something online this week, so I guess it's it, it's fine and it applies. Um, I watched the new Netflix series, uh, The Umbrella Academy. Ooh. Have you guys watched? No, this I'm, yet? I'm
1: intrigued no, by I it. I just it, started though. reading the comics so that I could have uh, a background before going in. Now, well, first of all, I will say that it's
0: very different from the comics in a way that I think is good because a lot of the things that are too ridiculous in the comic uh, they didn't bother to try to do which i very they still much... have that monkey
1: that they're friends with though
0: they do yes certainly yes but actually that monkey is
1: pretty well done in the
0: show believe huh. it or
1: not well i don't believe it but you said believe it or not <laughs> it's true so hmm.
0: yep now I will say that this is it for anyone who doesn't know this is a sort of a superhero comic book series that was turned into a Netflix show. It was written by the lead singer of My Chemical Romance. So take that and take that information, put it in your brain and then try not to think about it because it makes me bummed out every time. <laughs> he was uh,
1: he was a co- <laughs> know, he was now. a comic book guy first though. Uh, Was this before or after he pretended to have cancer? What? That didn't happen. (laughs) Yes, it did. What are you talking about? There
0: was a big scandal because Gerard Way said he had cancer, but then it turned out that he was just pretending. Really?
1: When was this? Like six years
0: ago, the
1: band didn't. The band broke up six years ago. Yeah, and then after
0: that, he pretended to. This have is going to be really
1: hard to Google because they have a song called Cancer. Mm. Anyway, I don't think he ever like a- a-
0: announced that he had cancer, but he like shaved his head and started like coyly hinting that he had cancer, and then it wasn't true. Anyway, huh. doesn't matter.
2: Maybe he's got Munchausen syndrome.
0: Yeah, maybe. And like, listen, I don't think he's a bad human being or anything. I just think his whole aesthetic sucks. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I agreed.
0: (laughs) And in the same way, um, I kind of feel like there's some of that in the uh, Umbrella Academy, but it's very good, in my opinion, Um, and it does a lot of things in a way that superhero stuff often doesn't do, which I appreciate. Like, um, one of the characters has the ability to talk to dead people as his superpower, and rather than making it where he's like, I'm gonna use my command of the dead to, like, shoot dead lasers at my enemies or whatever most of it is just him sort of like coming to terms with mortality and that's that's interesting that's a good way to do this i I think the rumor
1: has a really cool power that i have never seen before reading the umbrella academy um yes although her power is not the same in the show as it is interesting um yeah. I th- was intrigued by this and I was similarly hesitant to you I'm like mm, I don't know about a music guy writing a comic book <laughs> um but I'm interested in watching the TV show because I keep hearing that it's good
0: yes uh again I don't want to do any spoilers so I won't go into too much detail I will say there is an episode where there is a dance sequence between a man with a gorilla body and a girl uh to the entirety of the king heart Harvest tribute to orgies dancing in the
1: moonlight <laughs> and that's a very weird thing that happens in
0: this uh superhero now TV the show.
1: gorilla body is something that i would have thought was a thing that they changed because it's too stupid
0: I agree, but actually, again, they handled it in a way that's actually quite interesting. I don't know, I haven't read all of the comics, so I don't know if they get into how he got that gorilla body in the comics, but the way they do it in the show is sort of, like, depressing in, a, in an interesting way.
1: I am, um, I'm fascinated by, because I read the first volume and I'm part way through the second one, and there's only the two, uh, and after I read the first one, I'm like, why would this be a TV show? Uh... It does, it does that thing where very, it's very clear that the writer has an idea of what this world is like that exists only in his head and is at best vaguely hinted at in the actual work. Um, but I guess what that would allow a TV show to do is expand on all of that lore stuff that isn't in the comic book. Uh, is this guess correct?
0: Um, maybe eventually they definitely hint that they're going to try to do more seasons of it, but uh, actually, they do less of the lore <laughs> than they did oh, in the boy.
1: comics. That's going to be a ride in a
0: way that works. In a way that works well. Um, so, as an example, this is literally the first thirty seconds of the show, so it's not a spoiler. Um, in the comics, the reasoning behind why the uh, superhero people in the Umbrella Academy got their powers is because uh, there was a extra-dimensional wrestling match going on where a giant 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 super intelligent squid gets like pile drivered by a like a godlike being or whatever and that's very stupid and i cannot believe that any editor was like yes let's put this in um but in uh in the show it just starts with a bunch of people go a bunch of women all over the world going from not being pregnant at all to giving birth in the course of like 30 seconds and like everyone is just like why is this happening and no one knows and i think that that's better i prefer it to be
1: just like this is a mystery and maybe we'll never know yeah yet. you don't have to tell the audience even if you have that reason in your head i guess i didn't make the connection while reading the comic that that's why that wrestling scene was in there
0: <laughs> well
1: i don't know that that is
0: the connection but those two things happened side by side yeah. in the comic and there's
1: never any other
2: explanation
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know fair point <laughs>
2: Well, in in telling us about the show that you're enjoying, I think you're talking me out of it. (laughs) Well, okay,
0: yes. You probably wouldn't like it, Louise. (laughs) So, yeah, maybe you shouldn't watch it. But uh, I watched the whole of it, and it's very good. It continues to do things in a way that is more realistic and less uh, superhero-y than I would have expected it to do, which I appreciate. Mm -hmm. Um, That character I talked about earlier who uh, can talk to dead people, one of the things that happens throughout the series is that uh, one of the, the people who went to the Academy died when they were kids and his ghost kind of hangs out with that other guy and their relationship develops in a very interesting way over the course of the series hmm. um, and it's it's really very nice actually to see like also the actor that plays the guy who can talk to dead people is uh, is a very good actor who was in that TV series Misfits in Britain hmm. um, and he's very good at what he does and he does right. the exact same character in <laughs> the show that he did on that show Pretty well, good. I might
2: check it out eventually, who knows uh, I do want to follow up a bit with Gerard Way. I found on Yahoo Answers, did Gerard Way have cancer? And the answer we've got is no, because if he did, he would go bald and it would be all over like news or whatever you know, period.
1: Okay, so we're just answer. Mabimbam
2: now, or? <laughs> Yeah, I guess. (laughs) You needed to hear that insane sentence. (laughs) That was very good.
0: (laughs) Yeah, because there's no way that anyone could hide losing all their hair.
2: Mm -hmm. And if you have cancer, you go bald. That is the law.
0: Yep, it's true.
2: I genuinely
0: think that more than 50% of humanity (laughs) thinks that cancer is what makes you go bald.
2: Yeah, people are very stupid.
0: As opposed to the treatment for cancer.
2: Yeah.
1: There are also a uh, lot of people... um, Many of them are my students that don't understand that you can shave your head at any time. They're like, "Why are you bald?" I'm like, "Because I shaved my head."
2: Yeah, you're stupid. Also,
0: <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of that's a lot of not understanding basic mechanics. Like, you've seen people shave their faces, right? What if that?
2: Uh... <laughs> it's uh, yeah. Take this to the next level.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, that's it. Jeff, have you considered shaving your whole body as a demonstration for your I children? wouldn't. <laughs>
2: yeah, pop those eyebrows right off. Of
1: the course. eyebrows would be most of what I'd have to shave. I do not have very much body hair. I've seen your beard. Yeah, that's it. It's yeah, just the beard. Be- my chest is squeaky clean. But what about arm hair? Do you have A little arm bit. Hair? Yeah, I guess I could shave my arms and legs.
0: I've often wondered, like, would it be a very weird sensation to shave all of the hair off of your body? And would it be worth the experiment to then be itchy and un- uncomfortable for
1: the next You wouldn't be months. able to tell which mm-hmm. direction the wind was coming from mm-hmm. anymore.
0: Mm, that's true. I would lose all of my whisker it intuition. It is true.
2: When I shave my legs, if I like get into bed or something, like you don't feel the sheets against your leg skin in the same way. It feels kind yeah. of numb. It's very strange.
0: Yeah, I mean, that. whenever I shave parts of my face, like if I shave down to just a mustache or whatever, I'm reminded about how either extra sensitive or not sensitive, I can't tell which <laughs> that part of my face has become.
1: Yeah, yeah you've become so numb. Uh, and then the rest it's of the sure. lyrics to that song. Yes, I'm not okay. Sure. Different song and band... <laughs> Put that song at the no, end Luis of the episode, Louisa. It
2: to Gerard Way. <laughs>
1: I did, I credited it to
2: Gerard Way. Yeah, I Way. heard that. That was properly Okay, animated,
1: cool. So. Yeah, I guess so.
2: And you can't turn that on me. I turned that on you. <laughs> you put this song at the end no, of
1: the episode. No, I said it first, which means that you have to edit this episode <laughs> oh, to have a song at the end it's of It's true. It. Louisa, you have to put that song it's at the, the end of the No, don't turn against me like this. <laughs> mm,
0: I'm going to side with whoever seems to have the power. <laughs> Coward. <laughs> yep, that's me. Okay, let's get into a.
1: All right, I'm Wiki. gonna click on Wiki Randomizer. I've had Google Sheets open for fully the like almost hour we've been recording, and I got yeah, of here. We are.
2: You're a professional. Oh
1: boy, Worldwide Comic Database. Oh, No, I'm gonna I'm oh, gonna paste dear. it in. It is at heykidscomics.fandom.com. Um, it seems to be, if I had to guess, about public domain comics. Let me see.
2: Huh. Now okay oh it's like old timey Uh,
1: comics oh this is no I'm looking at the list and it does have this week's comics like all the comic books that have come out are coming out. oh why is amazing spider-man volume one under this week's comics just has like 50 issues what's happening did they did they release a big collection this week or something this is interesting because it's not about
0: the characters in the comics or the stories in the comics. It's about the physical,
1: the books themselves.
2: That's pretty yeah. cool. Oh, it, I, it has
1: a it's whole important. list of what's shipping this week. That's interesting. Like, if you scroll down the page. i extremely
2: disappointed that when the page started to load, it had a background of tiled old comic covers all yep. around, which is super cool. And then about 20 seconds in, it just turned to a plain puce background, and that's still what I've Oh, gotten. I still oh, I, have the, the
1: tile. Background. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I don't like this.
1: Oh, man. I am. This is giving me, like. An Earthman
0: on Venus. I'm reading the titles of these tiled old comics. I'm
1: getting, like, itchy, thinking, like, reading this page because it looks a lot like the. When I would. When I bought Comics Weekly, I would go to the list of comics that were coming out. And I would be like, yeah, Hulk Vereen's number one. I absolutely want to buy that. Do I want the Greg (laughs) Land cover, the Corey Smith cover, or the Dale Kuhn cover? Hmm. (laughs)
0: you <laughs> One of these old comic books is just called Planet. <laughs> you can't do that.
2: That's great. Well, Detective Comics. It's an outer comic. space one, Am but I right? you have
0: to say which planet. You have to say which planet.
2: Mm, power comics, i <laughs> Thrillers. Mm-hmm. This is all very good. Mm. I really love uh, old covers because they are the funniest things to share on social media.
0: It's very sad to me that <laughs> almost all of them are, like, horrifically racist. Yes. Because other than that, I agree with you. They're great. I think I... I, I don't know if you guys Guys remember but a while ago i found a um a website that just has like a, a scan of old co- of, of every page of old comics that are no longer in copyright um and there was one that was uh oh, what was her name mm, am i gonna remember that are you <clears throat> Uh, I'm gonna look it up, but, um... Oh, Phantoma, who was, uh, a, like, a white woman bodybuilder who got lost in the jungle and became the goddess of the Yikes. jungle. Yikes! And she that, could right? turn her head into a
1: skull. Oh, cool.
0: And, like, yell at people to be better about the Hold on,
1: I'm actually on board with this now.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, the fact that she was white, it was not great, but everything else about it was amazing, and, like... There are so many great panels from this that I scanned into my computer. I don't know what I'm going to do with them, but like, just a floating skull with long blonde hair screaming at a man, prepare for a jungle fate!
2: (laughs) I love it. (laughs) Uh.
0: So, anyway, old comics are very good, except I wish that they weren't so racist.
2: Well, yeah, that's fair. Or also misogynistic and um, sort of homophobic by association with tropes, if you know what I mean when I say that. Yeah,
1: there was the whole uh, comics code thing which came up because that guy was like, Batman and Robin are gay. Mm -hmm. Uh, so they had to...
2: And just sort of the, the effect, fey, Yeah, yeah,
1: then also, yeah, the same thing, every Disney villain. Yeah. Um, I, I... uh, Are you gonna describe this page, Louisa,
2: or...? I keep trying to reload it, and it keeps just turning the background into now. It's not just plain, it is a Best Buy ad, and there's no way to do anything about that at all. Huh. Um, so, it's got a background, apparently, of tiled comics, which is a cool idea that I'm not allowed to see. (laughs) (laughs) and it's called hey kids comics i'm here's what i think i know hey kids would be what you would call like the letters page in a comic book is that specific to one of the major publishers or is that just kind of a general thing
1: uh i don't know i don't think that i've like this phrase sounds appropriately old-timey but the letters page uh is usually just called that. Sometimes it'll have a book like, specific to the book name. Hmm, yeah. Okay. Hail True Believers. Yeah. Right. Spidey's so Amazing Letters, or whatever.
2: Yep. Okay. Uh, so, what <laughs> can you guys see? Because I sure can't anything that tells you about anything except this one sentence at the top.
0: I think that's the sentence that you gotta read okay, so you we, we get up. into this.
2: Welcome to the Hey Kids comic wiki. We are the world's largest wiki encyclopedia focused on comics and related material that anyone can edit. Our database contains 149,737 articles and 96,183
1: images. That's so many. Cool.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to scroll down the page and then I realized uh, the column at the far Right, it says this week's comics is alphabetized and it goes on for miles. Yeah,
1: yeah. I, that's what I was looking at before. Uh, I guess there's some. I never
2: scroll past the letter A. <laughs> I got down to the atom and I'm like, well. Fuck I
1: that. guess there's some like big Spider-Man collections coming out because there's no, there's no way that all of these are hitting. Yeah, probably an Aquaman also. There's no way that all of these are coming out this week. What? That's madness.
0: Yeah. <laughs> do you think? I guess. Who do you think the most comics? have
2: been written about. Is it Spider-Man? Um, hold on. If you're trying to, if you're trying to get into any type of graphic, Material Like, I feel like it would be someone who's out of uh, the public domain, like Sherlock Holmes, but like in different iterations. Do you know what I'm saying? I do, but I feel like they put out like six Spider-Man
0: comics a week.
2: Okay, that is fair. That might be true, because they've got the money to do that for some reason.
0: Uh, (laughs) And in the same way, like, I think that the easy answer would be somebody like Superman or Batman, but Superman has gone through phases of popularity and less so, whereas I feel like they've been making pretty popular Spider-Man comics the
1: entire Time so I of. found the answer. Do you want to guess who the uh, top three are? Is Spider-Man, Spider-Man is them? number four? Uh, he has appeared oh, in twelve thousand one hundred sixty-four issues.
2: Are they going to okay. count Donald Duck on this? Because you know what I'm getting. He's
1: at. not on there. They are all uh, Marvel or DC heroes. Mm, okay. Okay. Is Wolverine? <clears> is number three. Twelve thousand nine hundred twelve okay. issues.
0: Good. Okay. Mm-hmm. We're getting there.
1: Uh, number two is going to be.
2: Batman. I'm going to say Batman.
1: Batman, Batman is yeah. number one with 14,358 yeah. issues. It's important to keep in mind that Wolverine was invented in the 80s and Spider-Man in the 60s. Batman has been around for 80 years. He was invented in 1938.
0: Yeah. Yes, but I also think that a lot of that time was when Batman wasn't very good. But I guess the, the counterpoint is, in that time there weren't a lot of other comics competing for yeah, the space. Yeah, there so. were like
1: two monthly Batman comics for 80 years minimum, in addition to all the other ones that they published at various points yes Hmm. All right, and number two, I'm going to
0: have to go with.
2: I'm going to say Superman.
0: I'm going to take an outside bet here.
1: I'm going to say Buzz Aldrin. Uh, <laughs> you know, it is actually Superman. I know Buzz Aldrin oh, seemed man. like the top. Uh, Superman has appeared in 13,164 issues. That is so goddamn okay. many. Yeah,
2: I wonder. He's also been around a hell of a long time, almost 100 yeah. years. So. Yes. I wonder if
0: they keep track of who is catching up. Up. like i feel like somebody car- is Currently, they are producing more Spider Man comics than either Batman or Super.
1: Wolverine has been dead for a few years, so he's going to be. Uh, he's coming back now, and he's going to be in a lot of issues going forward.
2: Yeah, um, they're to make up for a lot
0: yeah.
2: time. <laughs> <the> time.
1: How. <laughs> Why. They should just let him be dead. They should. No, they'll never. They let him be dead, as dead as for well. quite a while. I was surprised.
2: <laughs> so, yeah, give them credit, I guess. <laughs> they let him be dead for a while.
1: <laughs> they let him be dead for longer than most. Most superheroes get to be dead. (laughs)
0: There have been a handful of heroes that they
1: that died, and then they were just like, nah, we're never bringing them back. Like, did they ever bring Jean Grey back
2: after she died? Uh, I
1: think they just brought her back in December, but I'm not sure if it was a fake-out or not. Okay. Uh, they
2: The trouble is, name recognition will get you to pick something up. Yep. That's why tabloids are always like, oh my god, it's, uh, you know, Megan and Prince Harry again, yet again, because they think you'll buy it because of that. So yeah, they're going to bring back a name, you know.
0: I was thinking about this when I was watching Umbrella Academy. What do you think the most recent successful new IP a comic book has generated is. Like, I can't think of... Even watchmen? during my life, how new? Does watchmen. Like, count. I'm. What's the newest one? Like that was successful to the point where Louisa would recognize. Are you
2: it? Watchmen? I'm trying to say. Is it watchmen? No,
1: that was. I don't know. That, that was, was before 30 I was years bored. ago.
2: That's, that's
1: yeah. a long time uh, ago. Are you? Well, like, does it have to be a superhero? Because of The Walking Dead.
0: I was thinking superheroes. Hmm. I guess Walking Dead is good, but good like. Point. No, i mean what what i'm talking about characters. hellboy what character rick <laughs>
1: rick is not a recognizable character hellboy rick. was that hellboy started in 90s? like the mid-90s to early 2000s really? yeah i thought it was older than that okay. um, yeah
0: maybe hellboy
1: hellboy uh yeah, I heard of hellboy. are we counting like revamps of characters like kamala khan as ms no. marvel no, anything that is just a
0: reimagining does not count. I'm talking about completely original intel- intellectual Interesting.
1: <laughs> yeah, I guess it would have to be Hellboy because I can't think of another like new DC or Marvel hero that hasn't just been around forever, which is
0: crazy because when you look at old comic covers, like if you were to look at the cover of for instance a B or C tier superhero like the Flash from the 60s, literally every consecutive issue introduced a brand new super villain yeah. <laughs> that that we still recognize today. Captain Boomerang this week.
1: Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna do him now I guess. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> Oh you know what? The Guardians the of the Galaxy, those characters, um, some of them I mm, some, some of them. them I don't know, that's a hard one because the Guardians of the Galaxy that launched in two thousand seven has nothing to do with the seventies one besides the
2: name. Um, yeah, but using yeah. that name.
1: And all the characters were, like, obscure, never before, like, seen ones.
2: Yeah, but that's just, like, remixing and being like, we wrote a novel about Boba Fett. Like, you're just trading on that Star Wars stuff, even though you're making up new stuff, basically.
1: Yeah, I guess so. Yeah.
2: But, um. Oh, no. I forgot what I was going to say. It was very good. Too. Oh, well.
1: We'll never know about this treasure that you were going to give us. Yeah, I know. Yep. Pearls um, before
2: swine. That's you guys, that's
1: you guys. <laughs> Oh, we're the swine or the pearls?
2: Yeah, the swine... <laughs> Have you ever read comics? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't mean that to be... Di- no, like, I know. I know you don't. It just
0: sounded I'm just that just way. Laughing like, that's a burn, <laughs> but I'm genuinely like, I don't know. I know you're not really into Yeah, that. you don't read.
2: I like that the way you said that. It made it sound like you're an alien in <laughs> Do you know about comics?
1: <laughs> or like you were
2: concerned for her. Louisa, yeah. have you ever read comics? Or <laughs> I'm trying to think. I don't think I have since Tintin and Asterisk. Mm. Asterix. Sorry, I always get that backwards. Um, The trouble is, and I've said this before, and nobody believes me, but I have a very hard time not reading the panels in the wrong order.
1: Oh, interesting. That is a skill that you can learn, The entire time.
2: The entire time I have to focus on not doing that.
0: So when Jeff and I were working on making a comic together with our friend Chris, um, I was in charge of page layout and panel layout, and I actually spent a ton of time researching this, and it's a whole area of study. Of, like, the ways in which comics panels should be la- laid out so that your brain automatically knows which panel to go to next.
2: Yeah, that goes ties into a lot of art uh, critique and appreciation that I always was interested in in school, like the way uh, lines draw your eye down visually. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, like, if you look at a lot of comic book panels, the direction of the action, like, if somebody's throwing a punch, the direction that their fist is going is the direction your eye should travel to get to the next panel. <laughs> (laughs) It's really interesting.
2: And all that's very good and true, but my problem is not not knowing where to go. My problem is my brain saying, don't read this one next, because you know it's not next. But then it's in a loop over and over. That's all I'm hearing, and I'm trying to tune it out. And it's impossible.
0: Don't read any of these. <laughs> you yeah. Don't know which one it could be. I need to read one it. of them is a
2: bomb. I need to read it through a little square cut out of a piece of oh, paper. Oh, if you so if you see one if time. you get
1: comiXology on your phone, it does guided view, which will go panel by panel for you. Which is literally the thing you just said. A piece yeah. of square that only shows you uh, one panel at a time.
2: Mine is better because it's a DIY solution. Thank you.
0: Yeah, but then the square needs to know
1: what panel is next.
2: Yeah. It's <laughs> almost like you
1: could program a computer to control that square, and then, like, yeah. maybe distribute it via an app where you could also buy the comics
2: here's another problem if i'm only seeing one picture at a time i'm gonna start clicking through them way too fast and not processing them correctly Mm.
0: that's certainly true i'm definitely so verbally oriented that when i read comics i often like get to the end and i'm like i don't think i looked at any pictures (laughs) Mm -hmm.
1: yeah i've had friends who have that problem where they miss all the like visual storytelling elements because they're like uh i just looked at the pictures oh no
2: Yep. Hey, I saw someone talk about this on social media recently, but why on earth do they, when they write words in comics, when they do the lettering, do they uh, emphasize with italics or bold words that shouldn't be emphasized?
1: That is down to what, what the, the- fuck is that? That's the writer doing a bad job. It's
2: so ridiculous, and I've seen
1: it, it so It bothers me times. so much, and I read a lot of comics <laughs> where I noticed that problem, and when I wrote comics, mm-hmm. I always made sure to not have that uh, crop up.
2: Uh, I guess it's like trying to be attention-getting, but it's it's like if you're going to have every third word bolded if you try to imagine someone saying that they sound clear. I know that's why i would like That's part of why it drove
1: me crazy, is just because it was not how people speak, and I want the comic book people to speak like real people.
2: (laughs) And I'm someone who does randomly emphasize words a lot in both my speech and my typing, but
0: Mm -hmm. not that much. Here's another question. Why did they call it comiXology? Because it just makes me want to have a cocktail every time I drink. I think that it
1: is a pun on that.
0: Yes, that's annoying. I don't want to drink that much. Wait, why not? (laughs) Because I'm trying to read a comic. Oh, okay. Didn't I can't you, follow the Infinity War didn't you invent, the convoluted plot if I'm <laughs> drunk.
2: Didn't you invent a drink called the Iron Man and should probably tell a listener what's in an Iron Man?
0: Oh shit, did I?
2: You did, you idiot. What's
0: in an
1: Iron Man? It sounds like Shakespeare. Yeah, wait, <laughs> when did I do this?
2: I don't know, but you told me that you had done it at a party and oh, you were God super impressive. Oh, yourself. that's right. We did yeah. a
0: drinking game when we watched Iron Man. I don't remember what's in the drink though. <laughs>
2: I believe it was Grenadine and Goldschlager.
0: God, yeah, that sounds that miserable.
1: <laughs> Oh, it's perfect though. It's a very good idea. One of my friends proposed the Iron Man Challenge where you drink everything that Iron you drink and eat everything that Iron Man drinks and eats in the movie Iron Man while you're watching the movie Iron Man. Yeah, I've seen that online. That- it's a lot because he does eat three whoppers in that movie when he gets back from the desert, in addition to having like five scotches during the course of the movie. I think
0: that it should only be things you see him eat
1: on screen. You see him okay. eat three Whoppers on screen. <laughs> you see him, like, open one and start it. I guess you don't see him eat the whole yeah. thing. Right, that's... Okay, point. but he, nobody in a movie ever, f- like, eats an, an, eats an entire food or drinks an entire beverage.
2: What about yeah. every movie Brad Pitt has done in the last, like, 20 what? years, though? What? <laughs>
1: He's always eating a sandwich. Is yeah, he's he? He's
2: kind of famous. Weird. Right? If you, yeah. you try to eat all the things you see Brad Pitt eat in Ocean's Eleven, it would probably kill That me.
1: sounds like a fun challenge.
0: Oh, man, I want to do this now. food <laughs>
2: challenge
1: with, like, other movies now.
0: Mm-hmm. This should be a- Oh, man, this would be a great movie podcast, actually, where you review movies, but only through the lens of whether or not you can eat all the <laughs> things that they ate Yeah. <laughs> odd uh my dinner with andre i guess a hundred percent yeah it's one dinner i
1: could do that
2: yeah the greatest movie ever made
1: <laughs> yep wait did they eat a dinner in that movie it's not a metaphorical title
0: fuck? Oh no it's literally a single shot of two men eating. well it's not a single shot maybe. what if it was <laughs> if <they're> single- <laughs> (laughs) it's intended to be a single shot isn't it no well i mean they do like one two shots where you see people's faces flashbacks and all right yes um but yeah it's it the whole movie is told from just two people sitting and catching up just two
1: guys having a good time what's better than this guys being dudes
0: uh, so I hit a random page, oh, yeah. and I got...
2: Mine's very good.
0: I got Punisher POV, uh-huh. which I guess
1: is a comic book where all Just the panels are... Jeff laughing because he's thinking about... Porn. It sounds like a porn name! <laughs> Wait, why? <laughs> oh, Matt, you're not enough of a pervert. I guess not. This has been our dynamic since the beginning, though. <laughs> That's true! POV is a category of porn, and Punisher definitely sounds like a porno.
0: What
1: is. wait, okay.
0: Let's not, POV. Let's what is not, POV? Point so of view!
1: Technologies.
0: Oh, wait, it's not a different. No, thing? it's
1: just first person pornography. Penis.
0: On no. vagina. <laughs> observation
1: <laughs> videos. Yeah, you got it.
0: It's a science porn. The whole video, is just like a one of those, um, what are they called when it's like forty-eight hours of footage s- sped up into time like 10 lapse? Minutes. Yeah, it's a time lapse video of a penis no! over
2: the course of no! a week. <laughs> oh, horrible. Man. No, I hate this. This podcast
1: <laughs> sucks. So
2: anyway, it does. <laughs>
0: So anyway, this is a comic where you wa- look at the Punisher's penis, I guess. Uh-huh, yeah.
2: sounds Does inaccurate. it actually explain anything? I would like you to explain a bit, because when I get to explain my page, it's gonna be glorious. Um, it's not... Ex- Okay.
0: (laughs) Yeah, no, I don't know.
2: Is there anything useful on your page that you could say, or no?
0: (laughs) It just shows the covers of the four issues of Punisher POV. Oh, interesting.
2: Hold on, now that I think about it for a second and we're not laughing about porn, isn't fucking every comic the superhero's point of view? I I imagine it's
1: first person, this
0: one. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking too, like every panel you're seeing through the Punisher's eyes.
2: Oh, like that one episode of M.A.S.H.,
0: yeah. And then it turns out that you were the fifth Beetle or yeah, whatever. That's right.
2: You look in the mirror and you're what's that Twilight Zone episode about you're black? That it's the South.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Um guys, is there a superhero that would be less pleasurable to see through their their eyes than the pun
1: Uh Daredevil.
2: Right? <laughs> <laughs> well done.
1: <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't that's get there before that's me. That's <laughs> a very <pretty> good joke. <laughs> I just, I hate the Punisher
0: Uh, as a character so much, and I imagine reading a comic book of his point of view would suck. Yeah, he's a
1: bad man who does bad things for bad reasons.
2: Was his show any good? I didn't watch it. His I heard show?
1: it's pretty good. I heard he fights, like, corrupt cops in one of the seasons, which is what the Punisher should yeah. be doing. Yeah. I watched, I mean, I watched that, uh, that season of Daredevil where the Punisher was a
0: villain for most of it, and it was fine. Although, he's better as a villain because he's a villain. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: He so. uh John Bur Berenval was just on uh the new season of Hini- Baron Stain. Hini- That's right.
0: No, it's Baron Stein. Oh, yeah. hmm Yeah. We did it so everyone. He- <laughs> Yay. The best joke that it got no laughs. <laughs>
2: So he, uh, John Shazam, was uh, on <laughs> the new season of Kimmy Schmidt, and he is not a very good actor. In terms no, of he's authors. not. when he's trying to do comedy, nope. he is terrible at it.
0: I believe that his original name was John Captain Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> changed it to John Shazam to avoid... Yep.
2: I was already making a Shazam-Kazam joke.
0: Oh, well, I was making a shazam Marvel joke. Does anybody
1: so, yeah, want to yeah, think about Shazam, the cartoon from the 70s about the genie and camel and little kids? No. Okay, cool.
0: Nope. All right, Louisa, do your okay. random page.
2: <clears throat> so my random page <clears throat> is in the category voice actors, comma, staff, comma, male staff members, and two more. I didn't click on that. It is Jim Bacchus, who you might remember as a 70s character actor who played uh, the millionaire on Gilligan's Iron Right. What is so, the- Wait, I'm just okay. so confused. I, What's gonna, happening? I'm going to have to explain a lot more. And okay. I, and also, it will not be explained. So... <laughs> Jim Backus. The little sidebar of his info says Jim Backus. Real name? Unknown. Job title? Voice actor. Gender? Male. First publication? Unknown. Jim Backus. Contents? Nothing. Personal history? Personal history of Jim Backus is unknown. Professional history of Jim Backus is unknown. Notes? No special notes. Trivia? No trivia. See also? Blank. Work history? Blank. Official website? None. Links and references? None. This article is a stub. Yeah. Zero Guys, comments.
0: I know Jim Backus' real name. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> I looked it up
1: on Wikipedia. James media. Backus? James Gilmore. Oh, whoa! Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh.
2: So I absolutely love that the randomizer brought this up for me, <laughs> because not only is it nothing, if it was nothing about a comic book character, I'd be like, okay, they this is just a dead end. But the fact that it is a voice actor, a real human man voice actor and physical actor, who there's nothing in here that ties him to comic books in any way, and I don't know how a voice actor would be tied in, is astonishing to me.
1: He I must have it. done a voice for a comic book character, right?
2: <clears> but um, that's still not a comic book. Yeah, <laughs> That's a different thing. You can't do a voice for a yeah. book. Yeah, why is there a category called voice actors? Or staff, for
0: instance. Yeah.
2: Well, you
1: could have a staff that works on publishing a comic.
2: I suppose that's true. I don't think you got involved um, that, as far as I know. So
1: I did a little research into Matt's random page, and this is not a comic where it's from a first-person perspective from The Punisher. It's just a regular <laughs> Punisher comic book. I don't know why it's oh, called that. So, so the only thing that could have possibly
0: been interesting about this shitty comic is not real. Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, maybe that's...
2: it's a, maybe it's an attempt for you, the reader, not to say, "Oh man, the Punisher is a real asshole." Because it's like, no, try to see it through his eyes, okay? Can you do that?
1: For oh, us for readers one? of comic books have no problem thinking that the Punisher is really cool and good. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, I clicked on the featured article <laughs> of the day. It is. <laughs> It is Creepy, which was an American horror comics magazine launched by Warren Publishing in nineteen sixty-four. Uh it's a black and white newsstand magazine and therefore did not require the Comics Code Authority seal. Uh it seems to be a real Tales from the Crypt ripoff. Each like each issue has stories introduced by a host named Uncle Creepy. Okay. <laughs> That's a great day. Its sister
2: publications
1: were Eerie and Vampirella so do you guys think that i could
0: convince my niece who is currently only two but will eventually grow up to call me uncle
1: creepy
2: (laughs) uncle creepy is already a muppet wait really that's his name no that's isn't that uncle deadly i thought it was creepy
1: is it Deadly? it's uncle deadly uncle creep uncle creepy is an mma fighter
2: (laughs) no (laughs) no i don't like that Yeah, i don't
1: either he does have a creepy mustache.
2: Oh, man, he's like an old-timey bodybuilder. Like, his aesthetic, but then also a bunch of tattoos, so he ruined his ath- yep. aesthetic. <sighs> <sighs> Don't Anyhow, like that. No thanks. Now,
0: I'm Uncle Creepy now. Okay. That's <laughs> you.
1: You can do it. It's true. I can, and I will.
0: Hmm. Oh, when well, you said he was an old-timey bodybuilder, for some reason in my mind, I thought that meant he was old. <laughs> but no, he's <laughs> that would be a weird thing for an MMA fighter <laughs> to be
2: yeah, old. Yeah, that's his shtick. He is 70 years old. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: oh man he'd be creepier without this huge chest tattoo
1: anyway <laughs> did you do a random page uh right yeah there? i went to a random page and i got batman shadow of the bat volume one number 62 uh okay it, the title story in it is Janus part one two's company three's a corpse
2: oh ah, my god that's, that's great though. that's very good i love this uh, This
1: song. is i think yeah this was published in 1997 which was like a really peak period it sounds like a joke uh but dc comics was really good in the 90s um after they did their whole really dumb death of superman and like batman breaking his back after that they were really good while marvel was still doing like cable um on the cover on- yeah, the the best green lantern stories were from that time period yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah, when it was Kyle Rayner.
0: Um, yeah, my favorite green Batman is
1: on the cover dead with his head hanging over the edge of the curb and his head like looking at the the reader and he has coins over his dead eyes. Mm-hmm. Um and he's saying why couldn't you have saved me reader? Yeah. Uh, you
2: mm-hmm. could have saved you me. Need I need gave the you all the coins. <laughs> You're the new
1: Batman now, reader. Oh, no. Batman POV! (laughs) Yeah. Uh, This was written by Alan Grant and illustrated by Dave Taylor with a cover by... It doesn't say. I'm going to guess probably also Dave Taylor.
2: How come all the famous... I, I assume you're saying them with the tone of voice. The cadence of your voice tells me that they're oh, famous. Doug Beekman is the why, cover artist. Why do all famous comic book men have completely interchangeable white men names, very much like original comic book heroes? Uh, Alan Grant
1: is a famous one. I don't know who Dave Taylor or Doug Beekman is.
2: But they could be because they've got fucking totally forgettable <laughs> names. Yeah, most people do, Louisa. <laughs> no, they don't! A lot of people have names that aren't extremely white, if you know what I mean. Comic I'm saying. book
1: hiring is uh, racist, and they have traditionally only hired well, white especially men. Especially in the. What was this from? The 70s? Oh, no, this is. 97. From yeah, no, it's only like the past maybe 10 years that comic books have really started to diversify like the mainstream comics who's making them and what faces we see yeah
0: Yeah, hey let's pull off this band-aid for our listeners real quick hey guys media was extremely racist in the 90s still it still was and it continues (laughs) to be at least somewhat to this day but especially in the 90s
1: yeah especially in the 90s that seems a little unfair. Um, there weren't like mainstream TV shows starring black casts. Yes, but they were separate and not even equal. I I don't know. Fresh Prince of Bel Air is like a that was an everyone
2: show. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so is the Cosby Show, but also it's like the here's a black family. Like they yes. are separate from you.
0: The premise of the show <laughs> was black
1: people, and that's not a good premise. I mean, that's the premise of Blackish, isn't it? No, you should watch that show. I'm it's very the good. title, though. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay, <that's> great. <laughs>
1: um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know anything about Batman: Shadow of the Bat, number sixty-two. Um, okay, great, thank you.
2: Wait, they're coins over his eyes is this some kind of uh, car on the river six uh, something. To do with
1: Synopsis that. not yet written. No special notes. No okay. trivia. So <laughs> it's okay. impossible this to Wikipedia tell. Yes. <laughs>
2: How can a Wikipedia about comic things have so many pages where things aren't filled out? I thought this is all comic book nerds wanted to do. Uh, I mean, it does
1: have, like, all of the technical information about the comic. The month of release and the cover and everyone who worked on it. Should there be some kind of rule that says that you can't say that you have
0: 141,000 pages if 140,000 of those pages have no information? Yeah,
2: that would be good. This Jim Bacchus one is baffling, and I love it for that, but it is completely useless as a page. What would you...
0: The thing is, I'm trying to imagine a scenario where I would legitimately come to this wiki for information, and then click on one of them, Mm -hmm. and I wouldn't be disappointed in what I saw. (laughs) Because if I came here and I was like i want to know more about the history of i'm just looking at the the characters that generate on the page here casper the friendly ghost i'm clicking on it all right information uh actually there's a lot of information on this (laughs) damn it they got you god damn
2: it (laughs) I really like that Jim Backus, who's a real human man, has the little uh, chart to fill out the same as if he was a comic book character because it says real name unknown. But they don't mean that as in they know that Jim Backus is a fake name, which is true. What they mean is he's a comic book man and you don't know his uh actual name when he's not being Jim Backus the superhero.
0: Casper the friendly ghost has an uncle named Stinky. No wonder he's Stinky
1: evil. the unfriendly ghost. <laughs>
0: their stinky fatso
1: and stretch are his three
2: uncles yeah
1: louisa can you, you can
2: tell how they can, are and what their personalities are can like. you
1: link me to the jim bacchus page
2: I will. Do are that. you gonna
1: update it with all the <laughs> information for <from> his way <laughs> i tried searching for it and it didn't come up yeah <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> surprise, surprise. Uh, hold on, that's not what I want to do. No, don't do that. No. No new tabs. Uh,
0: oh, man, there's a <laughs> there's a wiki-, wiki page on this for good. The concept of good? <clears throat> yes, and it comes up with a list of good-aligned characters. Interesting. Oh, no. oh that's how... Don't
2: we'll make those choices on a Wikipedia. That's how... It will be edited a million times.
0: I'm going to go to the bad characters now. The only trending page in bad is a character named Adder. <laughs> huh.
1: Like, he does math, or he's a snake? Maybe both. Oh, maybe he's he's a a snake who does math. (laughs) (laughs) That's the most evil thing I could think of.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Here's here's what I'll tell you. He wears a blue unitard with a red cape, and if you wanted more information than that, you're out of luck. Great. You cut out. He wears a what cape? A a blue unitard with a red cape. Okay. Exactly. I, um, That's all the information I have on Adder from Earth X.
1: This seems like it might be the least informative um, thing on the internet that we've ever touched on during our three years of podcasting. That's true. But I did learn that
0: there's a character named Strongo. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> Oh yeah,
2: yeah that's the fifth the
1: Power is. Um, he's that's
2: f- almost a show and not tell of storytelling. That you're gonna just name him Strongo, and then you'll know. You'll know everything.
1: Oh, he's yeah. on Earth MLJ. What does that mean? Martin Martin Lawrence
0: Jr. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! To talk about racist shows from the '90s.
2: Oh well, well, I mean.
0: Actually, that was less exploitative of black culture, I think, than some of them were. But
2: also, it's terrible. So, there's yes. that going for it. Wasn't
1: it on UPN?
2: Uh, probably. I think, was, it on it was it on what Fox? What is
0: Earth MLJ? I'm, uh, I am actually am trying to figure it out. MLJ now. Comics
1: is a, um, is a brand of heroes. It's like a superhero sort of uh, brand that has bounced around publishers. It was Archie Comics for a while published it as Red Circle, and they were revived as the Mighty Crusaders at some point. Uh, they were apparently slated to join the DC universe and that never happened. Um, they look exactly <laughs>
0: like the heroes in, um, what was that video game? Uh, freedom
1: force,
2: uh, quest 64, freedom force, quest they 64. look
0: just like freedom, quest like the characters
1: from freedom force. <laughs> no, Louisa was right. It was quest 64. I was wrong. Oh. Okay, yes.
0: They looked like those weird ball-shaped yellow dots that were, I guess, lightning elementals? (laughs) Yeah.
2: He had a cape, so that counts. Uh,
1: they were, these, uh, okay, I've heard of the Red Circle. I think that this is something that is now published again, uh, but apparently this... It's
2: called the Red Circle? Yeah. Uh,
1: and this universe was considered to be the one that Watchmen would be based on, until they decided to Uh. use the Charlton Comics universe.
0: Um, so, I'm just clicking around at lists of characters now, and they're full two-thirds of the characters on every page I click on are from this Earth MLJ.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I guess there's a lot of them.
0: I think it's not that there's a lot of them, it's that whoever made this wiki knows a lot about that one very obscure comic uh, imprint.
1: (sighs) God it's weird. Yes. I love that there are so many public domain superheroes um because they can be revived by anybody. Anybody can just bring back like the the fly or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that is interesting me to me, to be like, all right, this guy who anybody can make a story about is going to hang out with Spider-Man now. Mm-hmm. He's going to hang out with Sherlock Holmes, yeah.
0: like every other superhero has done.
1: Oh man, I love the fact that Sherlock Holmes entering the public domain has led to a glut of Sherlock Holmes media in the past couple of years. <laughs> yes.
0: Well, now that the the extension of the uh, copyright law has finally begun to expire, we're going to see things going into the public domain again for the first time in our lifetimes, guys. Oh, really? Yeah, the 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 copyright extension that they put in place for Mickey Mouse expired this year. So as of January this year, a handful of things like uh, every Charlie Chaplin movie is in the public domain now. Oh, I cool! Think.
1: Yeah, it was like everything before 1923 or something just entered the.
0: Yeah, I don't I don't remember the year, but um, uh, apparently unless there's another push spot to extend the law again in three years, uh, the oldest Mickey Mouse stuff will be in the public. And of
1: course, there will be a push to extend the law again.
0: Yep, but I don't know how, unless they do like carve out an exemption for Mickey Mouse, I don't know how they're going to do it because it's starting to very severely impact the economy that things aren't allowed to go into the public domain.
2: Lots of things are starting to severely impact the economy and everything is just falling apart. I'm very disappointed that I clicked on a random page and it was a um, Punisher comic, but then it said one of the characters involved was Microchip and I'm like, let me click on that. And it brought me up a blank page but that was also a link. And then I clicked on that and it brought me up microchip from the comics on the real wikipedia and that feels like cheating. You can't link me back to real wikipedia where people do real
0: research. I don't think that they counterpoint. Got- counterpoint they absolutely should have for Jim
1: Barnes. <laughs>
2: I love that they didn't. I really love that. I don't think
1: that they want uh, to explain characters who already have Wikipedia pages.
0: Yeah, but they should have to, because that's their job. Yeah, otherwise what's the point of this page, exi- this
1: wiki existing at all? Jesus, Wayne Knight played Microchip in... <laughs>
2: yeah, I saw that. And I'm like, Microchip, that's a hilarious name, but now I see that not only was he portrayed by Wayne Knight in 2008's 8's Punisher Warzone, don't know what that is, he's also been portrayed by somebody in the Netflix one, so he's obviously like, someone people know about
0: Yeah. Him. He was portrayed
1: by Wayne Knight also in Jurassic Park. <laughs> yep.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, he's
1: one of Punisher's friends who makes his technology for him.
2: Great.
1: Yep. And Punisher Warzone was that incredibly
0: violent uh, movie, Punisher movie, that came out that, for some reason, Patton Oswalt thinks is really, really good and keeps trying to get people to watch, even though oh, no, no one liked
2: it. I've never even
1: heard of it. Uh, Punisher Warzone was a um, Marvel Marvel Studios co-production, but Punisher? was not part of that.
2: Ray Stevenson was the Punisher? Why? Why is
1: yeah, I star? don't know. Is this uh, it was directed by a woman. I think people like how it looks. Yeah. Lexi Alexander. It, yeah,
0: she's, um, she's doing something new now, and everyone's excited about it, but I can't remember what.
2: <sighs> oh, she's a professional social media insane person, right? She goes on those weird rants where she talks about how she's going to kick people's asses. Yeah, probably. yeah, she's, she's right.
1: some sort of super soldier. Um, Great. And she she's like has the right beliefs, and then occasionally Nazis will be like, you better watch your back, and she's like, okay, I will. Come after me. I'm like a power lifter and a karate champion, so go for it, champ. I do
0: like... <laughs> I do like the idea of the like sniveling shitbag neo-Nazis in the United States trying to threaten Nazism against somebody from actually Germany (laughs) like hey go fuck yourself my whole culture was fucked by you guys You can go to hell. Yeah. Also, apparently, Lexi Alexander is, like, uh, one
1: of the showrunners on Supergirl now. Oh, fun. Hmm. Uh, I mean, she seems good, but also,
2: like, a bit unhinged.
1: She used to be a soccer hooligan, so that's the exact person I want fighting Nazis.
2: Yes, and also
1: running Supergirl. (laughs) Uh, pretty good.
0: All right, we're done. We're done. Okay. Oh, right. oh, I forgot. Guys. We're
1: doing a show that we should finish.
0: Yes, we so we talked about comics more than slightly more than we usually do.
2: <laughs> Ironically, we probably talked about Batman less than we usually
1: Yeah, do. we only mentioned That's him tw- we like we as a point of the show had to mention him twice and beyond that did not.
0: <laughs> yep. It's true.
1: Uh, So I hope you guys liked the episode. If
0: you did, please rate and review us on iTunes. Please tell your friends about us. That's the only way we can grow. Uh, We very much appreciate uh, anyone who wants to talk about us, anyone who wants to get in touch with us. You can email us, seeingreddit at gmail.com. You can find us on uh, Twitter at HackTheNetPod. Um, And you can find me on Mastodon uh, at
1: uh, MattHeron at Mastodon.cloud. I can be found on the internet in lots of places. Snapchat and Instagram, I'm Jeff JK. If you want to email me, Jeff at coolmemes.biz, you can also go to my website, coolmemes.biz, to listen to more episodes of this podcast or the previous podcast that was pretty much identical, or my other podcast or my canceled Pokemon podcast. Uh, those are all the podcasts I make. You can also join the Discord, just DM uh, the Twitter account, HackTheNetPod, uh, and we will send you, uh, an invite. I guess if you don't use Twitter, you can email us and someone will send you an invite. The best- If
2: you follow me on uh, Mastodon, you can definitely just DM me. Yeah,
1: uh, yeah, DM any of us on social media. The email address, we don't check regularly, right, Matt? That's true. Uh, I mean, any of us could, but none of us If do. you email me individually, I can send you an invite to the Discord. Um... Patreon.com slash JeffJK, $1 a month gets you a bunch of stuff. I might be canceling the physical rewards because I do not feel like doing them anymore. Mastodon.cloud slash at JK is where you can find me on there. And that's all I got.
2: All right. Um, If you go to Jeff's aforementioned Cancelled Pokemon podcast, I was on that one too. So enjoy, I guess. It was a lot of fun to make. Not sure it's great to listen to unless you super care about Pokemon. It's not... (laughs) <laughs> yeah, Matt can tell
0: you. People- I wasn't on it, and I hate Pokemon, so I'm not biased. People keep at all. begging
1: us to bring it back, and I'm not sure we ever will. <laughs> and it's weird, though, also, because that's the only podcast I've ever made that's less popular than this one that you're currently <laughs> listening to. <laughs>
2: Anyway, you can find me on Mastodon at Louisa at Mastodon.xyz. Come and talk to me and be my friend. Thank you.
0: Thanks to everyone who's been tweeting about us online. Thanks to at Hardcore Blonde. Thank you. Uh, thanks to at Sugar High Senpai. Thank you. And thanks to at Sam One Five Six Six Four Six
2: Four Five. Oh yeah,
1: like uh, like uh, Mister Rob. Yeah. Yep. Uh yeah.
0: and at at copper1789 who posted the mm-hmm. uh, picture of men in crazy sweaters
1: that we discussed at length in our last episode <laughs> of See <Seeing> Reddit. <laughs> Great! Thank you, thank you uh, for doing I, that. I retweeted. Yes. It. Yeah, it's very good. I I'm
0: racking my brain trying to remember why we spent so long talking about sweaters in an episode titled "Ruined Orgasms," but it's probably best to not remember. <laughs> was it in that episode? Was that fun and great. I don't know. I think so. That's what the tweet says.
1: Yeah, that's what it was in response to. But I could have sworn we talked about it like way earlier than that. Well, who knows? Every all of time before now is
0: a blur that I don't care to remember. Yeah. Same. All right. Well, thanks everyone. For coming out, please come on back next week. In the meantime, don't forget that we are your net nannies. Uh
1: don't big dogs comment reading.
2: Uh ASMR, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> That's so terrible.
0: Jeff, you've really descended <laughs> into
1: your postmodernist phase. Yeah, I'm going cubist with my podcasting now.